On today's Family Chatters, I'm joined by a couple of fellow podcasters. We ponder whether or not Eddie Winslow is a sociopath. Plus, I sit down with college professor Jacob Overmeyer for the most tense and contentious conversation about family matters since Frost Nixon. That's what we're doing today, so you might as well just listen. Thank you. Days go by The bigger love of the family Hello, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and old people. I think that covers everyone. Uh, This is Family Chatters. I am your host, Chris McCarthy. And Family Chatters, of course, is the only podcast where we are going in-depth and discussing the TV show uh, Darkwing Duck. Um, Oh, wait. Sorry. Family Matters. Uh, That song was uh, by Julian Morena. And I will say Morena because I've been saying Morena. And I discovered last time when he was on the show that I've been pronouncing his name wrong <gasps> the entire time. This is a friend of mine. How rude. <laughs> so um, apologies again to him. JulianMorena.com is his name. And uh, his website is not that. It's uh, Facebook.com <laughs> slash Morena. Today, though, I have two other guests who are here. And these two guys are actually also... Uh, in the podcast game. This is another podcast appearing on this podcast. And you're probably thinking, what, Chris, what are you doing? This is the competition. Listen, don't hate the podcast, hate the game. (laughs) Exactly. And that's what I'm saying. It's not, you know, guys, we're all friends here, right? Podcasters are our friends. Well, you use that term podcast loosely when referring to us, I think, right? Well, I would. Yeah, (laughs) it's recorded audio that is put on the internet, but. Sure, I will. A lot of people would call that a podcast. Um, the two people are in order of, uh, how I'm deciding to introduce them. <laughs> Vinny. Yeah. Jan Freedy, the third. Correct. Is that correct? Yeah. That sounds pretty right. Okay. Hello. Now you, would you go by Vincent or, or Vince? Um, anything with a V I'm fine with. How about just V? Yeah, that, that worked. Right, VG3. Thanks. Uh, so that's you. And then also we have here, his name is Chris Cornell. That is me. Welcome to the show. And I have to ask, obviously, any relation to the singer? I'm speaking, I'm talking about, are, are you related to Tom Morello? Oh, yes, yeah. <laughs> okay, good. Absolutely. Um, we actually have a history of people coming on this show with the same name as famous people, and they're actually cousins, even though they have the same name. So I didn't know if maybe if he was your cousin, the guy from Soundgarden. That would be awesome. Uh, that would be awesome. Actually, it might still be awesome if people see that you're a guest on the show. They might think that it's the guy... From Soundgarden. Listen, when like, you, I'm going to click on this one. You get some collateral yeah. damage there, I guess. Sure. And yeah. when, you, when you post it on Reddit or wherever you post things, absolutely. Can I just pretend that you're him? <laughs> Please. Okay. Thanks for being here, Chris Cornell, famous musician. Uh, so that's great that you're here. And uh, and here's a little a little bit of a backstory. Vin, Vinny and I go way back to, I would say, maybe uh, 1998, 99, maybe. Possibly, yes. I think we met maybe in eighth grade. I think so. I and think then it was what happened grade. was, uh, and then we went to high school to the to the same high school. We did. We went to different colleges, and then I don't think I spoke to you for maybe ten years. Uh, that's because um, I was dead. You were dead for ten years. Uh, yeah. Okay, that sucks. Um, but then what happened was uh, about six months ago. We both happened to start podcasts around the same time, and then we started thinking. 
hey, why not do a little uh, cross promotion here? Combine forces. Exactly. And then uh, Chris, I met about two weeks ago. Yes, that's true. <laughs> so, uh, so this is great that you guys are here. We're going to talk about the, this episode of Family Matters. And, uh, you know, the thing is us and let, well, let's talk about your podcast for a second. Oh, okay. I mean, if we, you want to do that, that's called presumptuous and rude. Okay. Because we are. Yeah. It sounds like you're the way you would, would describe an asshole. Yes. Uh, and it is, it is, uh, hosted by, uh, Vinny and I, and we also have a third member who you also went to high school with Mr. Mark Mezzanotti. Who? And uh, Vinny, what, what do you want to say our podcast is about? Um, nothing necessarily in particular. We kind of, um, the base is that we Google stuff the night before, and then we, uh, one of us, the other, and teach the other two, possibly a guest sometimes, um, and we kind of school them on the subject. Yes. Let them know a little bit. So you Google a random topic. Yes. And then you teach someone else about the topic as if you are an expert. Yes. Wow. Yes. But we make no claims to be experts. No, no. Good. we <laughs> are presumptuous and rude. Yeah. Which is, you uh, guys want to perform uh, an episode of that podcast right now? I assume you have one memorized, uh, one of your previous ones. <laughs> um, Merkins. Uh, go. <laughs> your, your podcasts are all scripted, I assume, like mine is. This is scripted. Yes. Right, we're all reading off scripts right now. Um, yeah. uh, this 400-page script, yes, we memorized it last night, actually. Good, thank you. Oh, you memorized yours. Yeah, Very well, nice. I mean, I tried. Even the stage direction. Um, uh, so yeah, that's, that's the gist of our podcast. Uh, we kind of just show up randomly. No one else knows the topic other than the teacher. And then we quiz people and, uh, have a blast. So if you want to check that out, are you on iTunes and all that jazz? We are on iTunes. You can also find us at presumptuousandrude.com. And yeah, mm-hmm. we're on iTunes. You can find us, listen to us if you're bored. So those are both websites, I should say. Uh, I think. But uh, you know, us, us podcasters, we have to, we have to stick together, right? Cause it's tough out there. Yes. You know, Chris, explain to me, explain to me the pain of being an artist. <laughs> uh, there's struggle in trying to be creative because, you know, there's lots of pressure. Let's take it back a step even. What is art? <laughs> well, uh, Webster's Dictionary would define art as everything, anything, and something. Hmm. But not lots of things. It's weird that you were holding a dictionary and it was <laughs> turned to that exact page. That's crazy. I, know. I mean, the direction told me, Open the dictionary to that word, define it right. loosely in a you know poor manner. So I did, nailed it. Yes, uh, art is difficult, Chris. I mean, you understand as a podcaster, fresh into the game, just like us. Sure, uh, art art is difficult. I mean, just like writing all the episodes of the last season of Family Matters, mm-hmm. it's a struggle every day. Absolutely is. What do you think about that, Vinny? Yeah, <laughs> great. Vinny thinks fantastic. Uh, so, and then uh, later in the show, I'll tease this segment. Uh, we're going to have, we're going to be hearing from Professor Jacob Obermeyer, who is a professor, obviously, because it's in his name. And uh, he is the author of a new book. It's called The Urkel Complex Family Matters and America's Cultural Divide. Ooh, so, we'll wow. be hearing from him a little later. And wait. Uh, but right now, why don't we talk about this episode that we just watched? It's called. Family Matters, Season 9, <laughs> Episode 14. It's Episode 206 of the series, and it's called Crazy for You. Oh, my Jesus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was amazing. And uh, here's a synopsis. Myra begins her attack on the Steve Urkel-Laura Winslow relationship with the help of her Stevie glasses cam placed on Steve Urkel's glasses unbeknownst to him. And uh, she also enlists the help of Stefan Urkel to try to spoil... Laura and Steve's date. Meanwhile, Carl tries to teach a trigger-happy Eddie a lesson <laughs> in good judgment during police training. 
So let's start. Uh, let's actually start with the Eddie storyline. Um, okay. Carl's watching TV. Eddie comes in fresh off uh, his his first uh, day at the police academy, and all they did that day is just shoot guns. And he comes in and he's like, "Guess what, Dad? I'm the best shooter of all the police students." <laughs> and now it's it, we should know Eddie is sporting a, a cadet uniform and a and a sick mustache, sweet mustache. He is becoming Carl, I guess is the <laughs> is the theme. Uh, and uh, and Carl's but here's the thing: Carl's worried because Eddie is like really into shooting guns all the time. <laughs> yes. And he's like, I was shooting. It was awesome. I just kept shooting things. Carl's like, you know, it's not all shooting, right? He's like, uh, it is actually. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Carl says to him and actually, so I should use uh, last last episode. <laughs> I recorded with Julian Morena uh, some some character themes and some situational themes that I could drop in here. So maybe I maybe I'll use one of those right now. So what did I say? Carl Carl is in the scene. Yes. Here's my uh, every time Carl shows up. Here we go. My real name is Reginald Bell Johnson. <laughs> there you go. Oh, <laughs> that oh, oh. That's amazing. Yeah. So that, that's uh, Carl's theme. That is a great theme. So Carl decides he's going to he's going to teach him a lesson about shooting. So the next day at the police academy, uh, Eddie's there and all the other cadets and uh and Eddie's talking about how he wants to just get down and dirty with some police work. He's talking. He actually sounds a little bit like DMX when he's talking. He's like, yeah, man, I want to do some car chases and shootouts, robberies. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, dude, relax. Yeah. Uh, he's way into it. He's really into it. So uh, the guest instructor at the police academy this day is guess who? Carl Winslow. <laughs> <laughs> My real name is Reginald Bell Johnson. Just in case you forgot, uh, did uh, what his real name was. So, uh, so Carl comes in to teach the class of cadets how to shoot. He does, and he's he's teaching good judgment. And the way they do this is they have a little scene set up, and they have a bunch of cardboard cutouts pop up, and you have to shoot the ones that look like bad guys, and not shoot the ones that are innocent bystanders. So Eddie's like, I'll go first. Cardboard cutouts pop up. And Eddie just caps all of them. Oh, yeah. Instantly. DMX would. Indiscriminately, without hesitation. He shoots everything that pops up and sees no issue with this. Who can really tell the difference these days? Well, you guys, I should know. Yeah. You guys didn't know who was a bystander when this happened. You were like, oh, we it's obvious. We questioned the woman yeah. with the cell phone. Yeah. There was a woman holding a cell phone. She was one of the cutouts. And it looks a little bit like a gun. But Eddie didn't care. He shot her right in the neck. Well, yeah. I mean... Well. Sometimes there's famous models. They assault you with phones. You know, you, right. gotta, you, you might as well just shoot them. <laughs> you got to mow them down. So Carl turns the lights on. He's like, well, nice job, Eddie. And he's like, yeah, no shit. I killed everything. <laughs> and uh, and Carl's like, no, uh, you actually killed two bystanders. And Eddie goes, I, I fail to see the problem with this. <laughs> Eddie literally does not know why this is bad. But yeah, I don't I don't understand. It he either. still doesn't get it. <laughs> there's a difference. Uh, apparently, this is why we're not cops, guys. Yeah, right? I mean, there's. I think there's not a fine line between. There's, there's different reasons I can't be a cop, but that's <laughs> well, right. <laughs> Would you like to go into those? Did you? Ha- Let me ask you this: Have you ever committed a murder, Vinny? Um, if I did, I couldn't tell you. Could I? You could. No, this is completely. Uh, this <laughs> is you, you have immunity. Podcasts are. are is this yeah. like being in the church? Is this like Catholic school? This is exactly like Catholic school. I only kill people when they make me angry. I mean, that's not a sin, right? Sure. No, no, it's not. a. Uh, it is a sin, but it is completely legal. 
Okay, all right. So then I'm fine. If there, then. if there were cardboard people, it's totally cool. Yeah, they're made out of cardboard. What's that was actually deal? that was actually Eddie's defense. Carl goes, well, you shot all these innocent people. He's like, Dad, they're not real people. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, well, you're missing the point. But anyway, the next scene, Eddie is upset that his dad kind of schooled him, and he's sitting in the kitchen, and who does he turn to? His mother, Harriet Winslow, who is now what a different actress. Fuck? And your reaction when you saw Harriet Winslow, Vinny, you actually said out loud, what the fuck? Because you couldn't believe it, because this is the new Harriet. Out with the old Harriet, in with the new Harriet. This Harriet looks absolutely nothing like the old Harriet. I and, threw down uh, my notepad and I bit your dog and I walked out of the house and yeah. smoked a cigarette. I just couldn't, I couldn't yeah, handle you, it. And we, we had to wait. You were gone for like two hours. I'm sorry. So this Harriet is, uh, is completely new. It is jarring. It's weird. It makes the whole scene weird because they're acting like it's not a different person. Well, it's, she doesn't look like her at all. No. First of all, like but she tries to act like her. Right. But it fails. Is that okay? No, it's not. She, you would have been better <laughs> off going with someone completely, sort of like completely the singer, different, like new lead singer of a band. You want to go, you know, Ozzy to uh, Ronnie James Dio. You don't want to go or uh, or in Journey, Steve Perry to that Asian guy, right? Or they Mark. actually had another guy in between whose name was Steve something Italian. Urkel. Yes. <laughs> oh. uh, or like Mark Wahlberg in that movie where he played a singer. Oh yeah, Bo- Boogie Nights, Rockstar. I think or something. It was called. Ro- it was called Rockstar. Yeah. Nice. That's a, that's a great movie. <laughs> um. So yeah. So this Harriet is here, and it's jarring, and everyone is uncomfortable while, yeah, that, while you watch it. I'm curious. Even Eddie. <laughs> yeah, I'm curious to know how uncomfortable the other actors are. Yes. I was wondering that too. I was like, how weird is this for the dude who plays Eddie yeah. right now to be acting like this is his mom? Cut to uh, the. Back to the police academy at the end of the storyline. Carl calls Eddie back to the shooting range, just the two of them. And uh, he says, you know, I just I just want you to have good judgment because you're going to be a police officer, even though you definitely shouldn't. Yeah. And he's like, and Eddie still doesn't get it. He's like, but dad, I don't understand what I did wrong. I don't <laughs> get why shooting everything in sight is not a good thing for a cop to do. Why it's, give us guns if we're not allowed to use them? Use them all the time, yeah. indiscriminately. So uh, so uh, Carl's like, I got one more test for you. Flips the switch, the same setup, the, the, the little you know uh, downtown area and all the cardboard cutouts are going to start popping up. And a, a criminal cardboard cutout pops up, Eddie pops him, dead. Another one comes up, got a, got a gun, it looks like, pops him, dead. Done. The third cardboard cutout pops up, and it's a cardboard cutout of Eddie's sister, Laura. No. It is, actually, yes. Yeah, it is. <laughs> and, uh, and what does he do? Shoots it direct again in and, the neck. Yeah. <laughs> Why in the neck? I don't, you can Why go not? for the head. You Why can go for the, the chest. Neck. Right, exactly. The and neck. he goes, and then he still is like, he still almost still doesn't get it. I, I'm starting to see a pattern here. I think he has a problem. Major League, he, he needs glasses. Yeah. That Ooh, sort yeah. of. Maybe. Oh. Maybe he needs some Rick Vaughn glasses. Maybe he's got a sight problem. Yeah. That's You're being very kind. I think he's just really <laughs> stupid. Yeah. Um, so Carl goes, yeah, you, and he actually says it just like this. He goes, you just killed your sister. 
And uh, and Eddie goes, oh no, that's not good. He's like, yeah, do, finally, do you get it? And he's like, oh right, I I shouldn't kill everyone right now. Well, j- just not my sister. Everyone else is fine. <laughs> right. I have learned. Yes, Dad, I have learned a lesson. I will not shoot my own sister. <laughs> what if but, your sister has a gun and she's threatening yeah. to shoot other people? These are the kind of conflicts that cops are faced with all day, every day. It's true. What, what I'm curious about, and I thought when I first saw the the set to where they have to shoot all the criminals and everything pops up, it looks as if they're at a Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah, I thought, I thought the same thing. The set was very crude. Yeah, uh, yeah. You expected like the big mouse to come out and start dancing. Yeah, I was hoping. I was hoping. Cool. For and then the he whole- shoots him <laughs> right in the neck, uh, as but he then, should. So Eddie's like, "Okay, I get it now. I shouldn't shoot people." And and Carl goes, "You know, I'm only doing this. I'm only so hard on you, Eddie, because you have the potential to be a great cop." And he, he's lying. He's yeah. blinded to yeah. the fact that his son is a crazy idiot. Who or can't not, see, let's be fair. Or can't see, right. It okay, is going to shoot he? at least half the people he comes in contact with. Well, yeah. <laughs> let's hope half of them have guns. So, the Steve and Laura storyline. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about that. Uh, it begins in the Winslow's kitchen. And uh, Laura's studying for a test or something. And Steve comes in and he's like, I'm, he says, you know, I just don't know what to do because I'm in love with you, Laura, and you don't love me. And he, she's like, I, you know what? I'm dating your clone. Let's take it easy for a second. Uh, <laughs> do but people I, have conversations like this in real life? I don't. I don't. Yes, of course. And oh. well, every time two people. You're supposed uh, to talk to the people you care about. I don't understand. Uh, yeah, sometimes, Vinny. <laughs> you know, I don't know. I don't know how, what, what else to tell you about that. Divorce court. <laughs> <laughs> so she said, uh, Laura says to him, you know, I do have feelings for you, Steve Urkel. I'm just trying to work out. Do I love you or do I love your clone? Who, by the way, is not a real person because he was cloned. Yes. Okay. So Why is he, his last name pronounced differently? I don't. Because he's, <laughs> he's not Steve Urkel. He's <laughs> Stefan Urkel. He's the, that's Shouldn't the he cool, be Stefan Urkel? <laughs> Yeah, yes, uh, I guess technically, but no, but no, because he's not even uh, related to him is at he, all. Is he's he, him. Is he French or he something? He's the he French. Wants. He's French, yes. <laughs> I mean, Actually, he is French. I think they cloned him in France. <laughs> oh, well, there you go. So Laura goes, well, Steve, why don't you just ask me out on a date already? What are you waiting for? I'm still dating your your clone, but I don't care. I'll go on dates with other guys, whatever. <laughs> and he goes, uh, all right, you want to go out with me? She goes, okay. Um also, there's the uh, triangle joke, which I very much appreciated. Yes, I was excited for that. Math jokes. Oh, yes, because he, he says, uh, I'm in a love triangle. Oh, no, she says, uh, this is a love triangle. And he's like, well, what kind of triangle is it? Isosceles <laughs> or like That's whatever. Wait, I, this is a great opportunity to use my laugh track. <laughs> that was me. I was in there. That was, that was that, you. I did. I laughed a lot. I fell off your couch. You laughed so hard you fell off the couch at that isosceles triangle joke. Math jokes. Mm-hmm. Geometry jokes. They're funny. Always. I'm a nerd. I mean, you need whatever. at least 3.14 in an episode. <laughs> hey. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> um, so, so what's happening, actually, as this scene is going on, we cut to Myra's house, and Myra is an insane person. She has That's the understatement of the yeah, year. She has actually installed a camera in Steve Urkel's glasses that he does not know about and she's watching through a closed circuit television <laughs> in her bedroom. It's behind like a secret door. It's yeah, it yeah. literally is a secret door that she presses a button and it moves back <laughs> and forth. Who I don't know how she installed that by the she's, way. Is she like I don't remember. She's supposed to be like a super genius just no, like no, Steve. She's just crazy. Do you think she had Steve install it without him knowing what it was for? Steve is dumb and uh, that's a great point. <laughs> yeah. Steve is wow. smart enough to install it but dumb enough to not realize why she's asking him to do it. I just want to talk about 
her Steve wallpaper. Where does one go to get Steve wallpaper? Are you interested? I am. You're in the market? Yeah. I would guess Craigslist, number one. Oh, nice. Uh, and then you have to go, if it's not on Craigslist, you have to go to the dark web. You have to go to the deep, the deep internet. You have to weed through just child porn and illegal what? weapons and shit. <laughs> Etsy? And then, What's Etsy? I don't and then know. you get, or Etsy. Oh, Etsy. <laughs> or Etsy. <laughs> Definitely Etsy. Um, so she's watching this whole scene unfold and uh, enter uh, Stefan Urkel now into the room and she goes, Stefan, I called you here for a reason and that is because we have to fuck shit up. <laughs> and he walks in and he goes, ha, ha, ha. Yes, because he's French. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, she, uh, she goes, we have to uh, sabotage this relationship because this, uh, this Steve and, uh, and, and Laura, who's your girlfriend and Steve, who's my boyfriend, they're going on a date and they don't consider this cheating for some reason, but they're going on a date together. Yeah, this is really weird behavior and relationships. It yeah. It's weird that they're both okay with this happening, but Myra's like, we have to put an end to this. And, and Stefan even doesn't believe it. He's like, I don't believe you. And she goes, you know what's going to happen? They're going to go out to dinner. They're going to come home. They're going to sit on a couch and you know what happens when Laura Winslow sits on a couch <laughs> on a comfortable piece of furniture and he looks and he's like, oh my God, she's right. Yeah. Furniture and innuendo. I yeah. love it. She yeah. gets mad horny. Yeah. I have that same problem with Dennis Quaid movies for some reason. It's every time a Dennis Quaid movie comes on, you just want to. I've never finished the rookie and I've started it like five or oh, six but times. It's so good. Because I love baseball. But and this is because as soon as it starts, you are, uh, I guess they call it DTF. Yeah. <laughs> Down to foosball. Down to foosball. Yes. All right. So Stefan hears this thing about the uh, about the couch situation. Yes. <laughs> He's like, "Oh God! If Laura's like, going to be sitting on a couch, oh. who knows what could happen? She's going to fuck him right there." Does he <laughs> so, ever ask how she knows this? No, he doesn't. That's a good no, point. He yeah. just takes her word for it and doesn't see the creepy camera in the background. That's correct. Well, she closes <laughs> the secret door before oh, he yeah. shows up. Oh, because that's when he starts commenting on the wallpaper. I yes, believe. he's like, oh, you're crazy. <laughs> yeah. So uh, so, so he goes, all right, let's make a deal. And she goes, here's what we'll do. We'll set them up. You just bring Laura home because you're going out with her the night before their date. Bring her home at 1045 p.m. on the dot. And then Very everything, on the dot. I'll take yes. care of everything else. And now you're thinking, is she going to kidnap Laura and kill her? Maybe, right? <laughs> no, Eddie will shoot her. Oh, she she's, she's going to hire Eddie. Yes. yes. Eddie does shoot her in this episode. Yeah, Weird, true. right? Uh, wow. So, Ooh. so cut to uh, that, that next day. Uh, Steve Urkel's in the living room. He's by himself. Doorbell rings. It's Myra. And here's the thing I don't understand. Uh, Myra and everyone else in the show up until this point doesn't ring the doorbell. They just walk in whenever they damn well, please. Is, is that just a, uh, you know, a sitcom? Trope it is, but they, why, I don't get in. why she rings the doorbell this time. It's weird. It's just a small thing. I wanted to point out. She's yeah. just fucking with you. Yeah, yeah. she's fucking with me <laughs> specifically. <laughs> she knew so uh, she he lets her in and she comes to sway him to get him back. She says and she's she's got a, a very seductive uh, outfit on. She's wearing is, a trench coat. Oh, she's yeah. wearing a trench coat. That's yeah, right. Yeah. She flashes him and you think she's got her back to the camera. You think that she's naked, but she's not. That's what I was hoping for. She's but. wearing. Oh, sorry. <laughs> she's uh, you can go to uh, the dark web to get photos of her naked. Um, she's actually wearing a German uh, like beer wench outfit. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Lederhosen. Uh, Lederhosen. Yes. Yeah. And she's like, I know you love this outfit. And he's like, yes, you're right. I'm extremely horny right now. <laughs> And she goes, and I also know how much you love the polka. And she puts out a little polka cassette tape. And, uh, and he's like, please stop. You're going to make me jizz my pants right now. 
So, uh, so they start actually making out because he can't handle it anymore. And she takes with, out a string cheese. Yeah. And she's yeah. like, now let's, they do like the lady in the tramp thing with string cheese. Yeah. That's really creepy. That's I don't weird fetish. So they do that. And as they're kissing, of course, the clock strikes 1045 PM. Guess who walks in? Carl. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Wait. My real name is Reginald Bell Johnson. Just kidding. It actually wasn't Carl this time. It was Laura and Stefan. Oh, no. And they come in and they see this makeout sesh in progress. And uh, and Laura goes, Steve, what are you doing? And she has some fucking balls to say that because she's out on a date with her boyfriend. Yeah. She yeah. was planning on cheating on that boyfriend tomorrow she night. She says it right Steve. in front of him. Yeah. She's like, what? <laughs> and Stefan just stands there. Stefan doesn't even have a line in this scene. He's just like, oh, okay. I'm just wondering if this is the ethical dilemma they always talk about when it comes to cloning. Yes, it is. <laughs> this is why we have not made human clones yet. Because this, would happen. this is the inevitable uh, conclusion of that. So what would happen is you start you start cloning one guy, then his girlfriend starts dating the clone, and then they start fucking each other, and then the <laughs> clone and the original guy. I mean, so <laughs> Stefan's like, okay, this yeah. is a normal thing that could happen, and Laura walks away disappointed. Myra's like, yep, I win, bitch. Next day, Steve and uh, Laura are in the in the uh, Winslow's kitchen, and Myra spying, obviously, because she that's what she does. And uh, and Steve goes, "I'm sorry about that whole thing. You know, I don't know what got hold of me. I heard polka, I got horny. <laughs> you know how guys are." <laughs> and uh, she goes, "You know, uh, I was jealous when I saw you kissing Myra." Uh, Steve, I'm I think I do like you, and this is like the fourth, fifth time that she's professed this love for Steve uh, and they can't do anything about it because there's eight episodes left. They can't just get together yet. This is clearly where it's going, but they have to like fulfill their episode obligation. (laughs) Also, why is everybody wearing pajamas? Just like they're all dressed kind of the same because it's morning time. Vinny. God, what else would you be wearing in the morning when you eat breakfast besides a very comfortable bathrobe (laughs) pajamas suit and tie? Uh, Okay, that's fair. Uh, So then uh, so Myra's watching this and uh, and and what happens is they go let's actually go out on that date fuck everyone fuck all of our boyfriends <laughs> and girlfriends <laughs> let's go out on the date anyway and uh, and they and they you know what they do they kiss and I actually have a, a Stephen Laura kiss theme yes. let's hear it oh baby so that is the uh, that's very uh, central music. Am I well, right? That was, I'm I'm kind of aroused. You're kind of aroused. Yeah, I can see Vinny's got a small boner, but it's a boner nonetheless. It doesn't get much bigger. It's fine. Oh, okay. So a full <laughs> giant boner. Um, so they kiss and then it cuts to Myra and Myra is watching this through her cam uh, glasses cam and she turns and she looks almost at the camera and she goes this will not stand or something like that or like you haven't seen the last of me gadget (laughs) I was going to ask is she like a Batman villain or something she must be or a Bond villain something so uh, so then it ends on a uh, on a classic sitcom note which is the to be continued dot 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 (gasps) which means this episode isn't over motherfuckers we have another uh, episode next week. It's called Crazier for You, which is the sequel. To is it like Dumb Three. and Dumberer? It is exactly like Arbor, Dumb and Dumberer, yeah. except uh, I, not as funny. Um, I What I need to do now is go to the segment with uh, Professor Jacob Overmeyer. But in order to do that, I have a little theme uh, for whenever we have a segue to another segment. 
So let's hear that theme. Here comes a segue. It's the perfect way to segue to something is by announcing that it's a, a segue. Uh, and like, and by the way, that also applies to the we, vehicle. To yes, if some if one of us were on a segue, I could also use that. Or if somebody rolled through here on a segue, how do they know we're not on segues right now? Yeah, it could be. Uh, because I haven't played that up until this point. <gasps> if it, if we were all on oh, segues, I no. would have done this. Here comes a segue. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, okay, so yeah, let's cut to that. All right, so I am here with my uh, special guest. He is a professor of media studies at the West Florida College in uh, Pensacola, Florida, and he has a new book that's all about the show Family Matters. Let's hear from Mr. Jacob Overmeyer. Dr. Jacob Overmeyer? Just professor. Professor, okay, I'm sorry. Oh, and also uh, it's not the West Florida College, it's just West Florida College. Okay, I'm pretty sure that's what I said, but anyways. Well, no, it's uh, there's no the in front of it. It's just unnecessary. It's just West Florida College. Oh, all right. My apologies. Uh, so thanks for being on the show. And your, uh, your new book is, is titled The Urkel Complex. Uh, and what's the rest of the title? America's Cultural Divide. America's cultural divide. So you have uh, taken what is happening, I guess, politically in America right now in this day and age, if you will, right? Um, that's a lyric in the that's a lyric in the song. So I figured it was a little joke. But anyway, um, you have taken what's going on uh, uh, culturally in America and and traced it all back to uh, Steve Urkel. Uh, it might be a good idea to have read the book prior to the interview. My assistant told me that you read it. Well, no, I, I said explicitly I did not read this because I, I don't have any interest in reading it. But uh, just uh, tell us wh- what the thesis is. Okay, very well. Uh, the thesis is about America's tumult reflected in the show Family Matters, specifically the issues of police corruption by Carl Winslow and how he's seen as the stereotype of the lazy officer cut in constant moral conflict. Specifically, it's more about the character of Steve Urkel. And he represents people who were marginalized then prior to Family Matters. But after Family Matters, you see liberation of transgender, how Urkel had clear gender confusion. You see how he had dual personalities with the character of Steve Urkel. And you see him, what we call would, now... Uh, sorry, that would be Stefan Urkel. Just quickly to point that out. <sighs> I mean, are we, are we going to get an actual academic to interview me, or is this just going to be like... Uh, no, of course not. Like, Do you expect jokes? to only be interviewed by other academics all the time? You're on a podcast <laughs> about family matters. I, I understand, and I've taken to new media these podcasts. Have you ever listened to a podcast before? I'm not a podcaster, but I have listened to a blog before. The blogs. Listen to a blog? Yes. They're, so when you went to a website and then had Siri read it to you? They're called web logs. But how do you listen to that? Blog is a, a written thing. Braille. Wait a minute. <laughs> are, you, are you blind? I'm vision impaired. And blind is offensive, okay? Now, if we're going to do bathroom humor, like calling people blind who are vision impaired... Then I, I don't know if this is the best 
forum to promote my thesis? Um, I still think it, it is the best forum because there is no other uh, show about family matters. So who I don't know who else we would interview you. If, I, if there was, rest assured, I'd be booked on that show. Okay. Waldo, Geraldo, Baldo, Faldo was an obvious nod to yellow journalism in America in that age. And Geraldo Rivera and his tactics and his theatrics of not finding anything in Al Capone's vault. What I'm trying to say is family matters gets overlooked as far as social commentary. However, it's as relevant today as it was in 1994. In what way? If you allow me to explain and stop talking over me, Chris, I will tell you. There was a very long pause there. I, I didn't feel like I was talking over see, you. See, the, the thing is, I, I don't mean to raise my voice, Christopher, but this is the thing of why it's so hard to get a legitimate grant and a legitimate study on something like Family Matters because it's people like you with your snickering and your jokes and your, your under-the-table scratches about Family Matters and how it's dispensable and how it's a, it's a field of serious inquiry. Anything that we can use scientific method to study is worth being studied seriously. And if you look at the cultural impact, you're still doing a blog about Family Matters. Let me correct you. This is not a blog. As we've discussed, it's a podcast and blogs are things that you can only read and you say that you listen to them somehow via Braille, which does not make any sense because you don't listen to things on Braille. You st it's still called reading when a blind person or a vision impaired person uh, uses Braille. Uh, with respect, I think you need to get a little bit more education before you try to patronize me. This is, this is by far my most contentious interview I've had. This, I could feel the tension in this room. And we're not even in the same room. Your, your assistant called me and saying that this was a show that was going to be on NPR, and, and it's just a bunch of snickering jokes. And well, let, I, uh, well, let me correct you again. I don't have an assistant, and I never called you. You actually reached out to me. Uh, multiple times, might I add. I got email after email after email saying, can I be on your show? I run a media studies program at, at the West Florida College. And I was like, okay. I don't know. I, I just kept hit. I, I replied once. I'm not okay. I'm not the most technologically advanced person, but if I hit send over and over again, obviously it's implied that I only meant to be here once. And I'm I'm also doing Charlie Rose next week. Oh, you're doing like a sexual thing. You're you're having sex with Charlie Rose next week. All right. If if, if that's what you're gonna do, I'm just gonna walk out of here because, again, you 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 haven't mentioned the book. You haven't. This this would be. I would think. Right, this would be a slam dunk touchdown for your your blog, and about fa that, that's what your your blog is about. It's about family matters and how it's it, its impact space. on its impact on culture and the cultural divide in America, how it impacted before and after. And I thought that's what we we're going to talk about. And instead, we're we're sitting here doing jokes. Well, it, I to be fair, every point you've brought up about family matters and uh, and its cultural impact. I, in my opinion, has been very off base. Uh, the character Waldo, Geraldo Faldo, was not at all based on Geraldo Rivera. That's not true at all. Clearly he was. There was an episode where it was a metaphor. I don't, I don't think you can really understand Family Matters on the levels that I do. I have a question. Have you ever seen an episode of Family Matters? <sighs> of course. I, I mean, I'm not even going to dignify you with the response. I'm just not. If you're, if you're going to persecute me just because I'm vision impaired. I don't want anything to do with your podcast. And I'm, I'm just going to, I wrote another book on good times. 
Oh, did you? What is that called? It's called Bad Times, Marginalization of the Poor by the Ford Administration. Well, I hope you find a, a Good Times blog to, uh, to, to discuss that. Maybe I will. Maybe we'll put your, your, your smug butt out of business. What do you think of that? You know what, sir? Fuck you. I have to say, you can go sit on a dick. Why don't you just eat a bag of fr- fr- fried wieners? Why don't you go suck a fart out of your own mom's butt? Why don't you stick a fallopian tube up your grandma's... Yes? Why, why don't you eat your Aunt Gladys's placenta? Why don't you go shopping for dildos with your grandmother and then uh, find a nice big one that you can have her stick inside your butt? I only bring my grandma with me on dildo shopping because I'm vision impaired. Well, that's fair. Uh, Mr. Jacob Overmeyer. Professor Overmeyer. Professor Professor Overmeyer. I I would like to say it's been a pleasure having you on the show, but that would be a lie because it's been kind of excruciating, actually. The last time, that's so funny, I fell off my stegosaurus. What does that even mean? Um, Can I just use your podcast as a form to tell my grandma to turn down the volume on her vibrator? Yes. Is that really why you're here? Yeah, I can't sleep. That thing is humming all night like, like a pinball machine. Nona! 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 It's Jacob. She can't. She can't she's not going to respond. She can't hear you. Nona! It's you Jacob. I don't know how these work. Nona! Right, so Nona, just go on the washer and dryer. All right. Thanks, Mr. Overmeyer. Nona! It's not a Rambo, Nona! All right, so that's 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 the end, guys. I want to oh. thank uh, my guests, Vinny Janfridi. Thanks for being here. Thank you, Chris, and also Chris Cornell, the singer, famous singer. Thank you, Tom Morello. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> Isn't it weird that we were both an audio slave and now we're doing a podcast? Uh, I know it's wonderful. <laughs> so the only thing left to do now before we leave is a catchphrase, which I usually leave up to my guests to say. And I, believe it or not, I also have a, a theme for the catchphrase. So here, let's hear that, and then we'll do the catchphrase. Here comes the catch phrase. <laughs> All right, let's get it. What's the catch phrase that we're going to go out on, guys? Got anything? Uh, we got to come up with a good one. Uh, my grandmother used to tell me a lullaby. <laughs> All right, yes, let's explore this. <laughs> spank me slowly. Spank me sweetly. But please don't spank me so discreetly. Um, your grandmother said that to you? You're she saying? was like twice removed. It's cool. Your gra- okay, that's totally fine. So now, did yeah. she lay in the bed with you while she did this? No, we had separate beds Oh, in the same room. Oh, like the 50s. Yeah. You and your grandmother. Were you? Oh, never mind. So uh, I'm going to try to remember that and then we can exit. Uh, so um, what was it? Spank, <laughs> spank me slowly. 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 Spank me sweetly. sweetly. Just don't spank me so so discreetly. Yes. All right. Thanks, guys. See you next time. (laughs) Nana.